0: Have you been looking for your keys to success? You have found the best place to start. We will hear from professionals on different keys to success in building huge careers in and outside the mortgage industry. These conversations that each person will share their experience will allow you to hear nuggets on finding your keys to success. I'm your host, Sue Meitner, so let's get started and grab your keys. So, hi, everybody. Welcome to Grab Your Keys. I, yet again, am excited today because we're doing something a little different. I have Hasty Miaras on my podcast. Welcome, Hasty. Thank you. She has been on our podcast before, and we've said the same things and we've gone over the same goals. Yet, I wanted to spice it up a little bit today because Hasty has been my best friend for over three decades. And I wanted to bring a little fun to this podcast and a little truth in reality. Because I think one of the biggest keys to success that one can have is friendship and to learn to laugh and cry together and that be okay. So especially for women, but also for men. So I wanted Hasty to come on board on today to talk a little bit about the bond and the relationship we have. And how that's allowed us to be ourselves in business and to understand each other. But also over, you know, 30 years of marriage, divorce, you know, we just said a whole bunch of things, marriage, divorce, heartbreak, excitement, changing careers, being a working mom, be a stay at home working mom, crazy kids, uh, raising kids, raising college kids. Uh, raising a child with a disability, cancer, like you name it, we've been through it all. And how have we supported each other during that friendship? So no, and we can ask any questions. I have some questions here that if we want to refer to that other people have asked over the years about our friendship. So hasty. Yes. How have we survived 30 years of being best friends?
1: (laughs) With a lot of laughter, a lot of singing and dancing and a lot of, oh my gosh, I I don't know. You are like the light in my life. I think that it's so important to have friends. It's so rare to find a friendship like we have. Um, And I just, there's something special there. Like we talked about it. Like what is it that has allowed us to stay I feel closer to you than I did when we met at age 18. Like, how did we meet? Tell everyone how we met. Okay, so how did we meet? We both happened to be going to the orientation for college at George Mason University. I guess we picked the same orientation date, and I remember walking into a classroom after my, you know, parents went into another room, and they and my parents
0: decided that I was scared and just decided that they were leaving me in the middle. They of- drove
1: back. They drove yeah.
0: back to Pennsylvania. They, they, said- <laughs> they were like, have fun. We'll see you in two days.
1: <laughs> exactly. Mine were still there. Well, and we were also local, so that helped as well. But I, I walked into the first session we had for orientation and it's the worst feeling in the world, walking in a room where people are sitting down and all eyes are on the people walking in. And I was just scanning the room. And looking you know for- no one. Pardon? You know, no one. No, no one. No one. Not a soul. Um, scanning the room for a familiar face, a friendly face. What did I see? A freckle face. And I said, yes, there is somebody who has freckles. I have freckles. She has an open seat next to her. I'm sitting next to her. So I just walked up and said, hey, we both have Freckles, can I sit here? And you're like, yeah. And like, I think at the end of the time, I, I, I said, can we be friends? And then after the end of the thing, I think we decided we wanted to be best friends. So that was our goal. And somehow through that chance meeting, we ended up going through a lot of the things, like you mentioned in the intro, everything, life, everybody's life is crazy. And yeah. we went through it all. And it, it's, you know, and we haven't always been as close as we are now. It's funny. The older you get, you realize, how important some of the little things in life are and your relationships with people outside of your family, I think are so incredibly important for support. And I have learned to, I've always loved you, Sue. I've always loved our friendship, but the older I get, the more I realize that your grandmother Ruthie was right. The moment I met her. I will never forget. She grabbed my hand and she looked at me in the eyes. And this is after you and I had been friends for a while. And she said, Susie has told me all about you. I cannot tell you how important it is that you guys have found each other you need to cling to each other and never let each other go. And I really always am thankful to your grandmother, Rosie, for being the one to, we didn't have that wisdom then. We just wanted someone to play with and we did good at playing, but we needed, we needed each other. Like we've never needed anybody as, you know, life progressed. And I feel like your grandmother was She was the secret like force behind um, our friendship really blossoming.
0: She was very knowledgeable and she liked to share her gifts, which was a great, is a great thing that she was able to share those gifts with us and and give us, you know, the gift of grace at times too, because sometimes I have to take a step back when we're handling different situations in life and realize that you have to have grace. And I think that's something that you always have hasty. I mean, you always appreciate that. And <laughs> maybe not as graceful on your feet. But no, you I'm know. not graceful at
1: all. There is a difference between grace and graceful. As a matter of fact, just this past weekend, I have like broke an antique dresser yeah. in it somewhere where I was staying uh, just by backing into it. So sorry yeah. about that.
0: So I think that you've said many times, and and uh, you know, as Ruthie probably it says said, gave us her wisdom, is that you um you have friends for a season. You have friends for a reason and you have friends for a lifetime. And you need to know why you have, you know, why you have the friend. And sometimes you don't know why you're having friendships with people. And they catch you by surprise and they're gifts at the time. And then you grow out of those gifts or or needing those people and they move on for whatever reason. And And that's okay. Right. Right. It's hard sometimes to let go of those of those friendships. And what you have to do is have peace of mind that you had a great friendship at the time. And the nice thing is that we know that we're friends for life because you have to deal with my crazy at times. But there's many reasons that the universe speaks. I mean, I know that there's been many times when I've been upset in my car or something's happened and you or I, one of us have picked up the phone and called each other. It's just that like, weird universe that tells you or put somebody in, in your mind and you reach out to them and you talk to them. And that's super important. Um In today's situation, and especially, you know, as we go through life, um, you know, of being working moms, we've both worked and been working moms, you have had the, you know, you were able and I like thought it was amazing that you were able to have a full time job raise children, work at home. I mean, your girls are absolutely amazing. I think they're my own girls because I'm so proud of them. Same. And, and you know, how for people out there was, how did you balance being a mom and a fantastic mom at that, having friendships, being a wife, going through different things, being a, you know, a daughter, a sister, everything. How do you balance that in life?
1: You don't. There's no such yeah. thing as balance, but it's so <laughs> important
0: to strive for it, right? There is. I mean, as
1: soon as you give up that myth of a healthy, healthy balance, it just doesn't exist. It's, it's, or maybe it does exist, but it changes from day to day what that balance is. Like it's the scales are always tipping one direction or the other. But I think that, um, I think that, yeah, you know, I was having a conversation this weekend with some younger moms. You know, now I, I consider us older moms. We're kind of, and I read something interesting I want to throw out there. We're not empty nesters, Sue. We're bird launchers. I oh, heard we're bird that.
0: launchers. We're okay, bird
1: launchers now. I've always referred to myself as an empty nester. And then I heard that phrase and I'm like, damn straight, we, we launched those birds. Now that, you know, they come back a lot of times and fall down a lot of times, but that's okay. <laughs> we can just boomerang them right back up. But um, I think that, you know, we all do the best that we can with the knowledge we have and what we know. And I did the best I could with balancing working from home and having two young girls um, and having a husband who at the time traveled a lot and wasn't around. But you know what? I've, I've come to realize that as long as you do the best that you can, as long as you're just trying your best, I honestly believe Having supporting your kids is very, very important, but I kind of also feel like they turn out the way they're going to turn out regardless. Like it's important for you to, but like I, you know, you were saying, oh, your kids are so great. I'm so proud of them. Yeah, my kids on paper, 10 out of 10, but you know, everything's not. There's a lot that goes on that's not on paper. And so we all have issues that we're dealing with. And you know now that my kids are older i'm learning things that i did um when they were younger that i thought was such a gift to them has actually contributed to some of the anxieties they have to some of the maybe issues they have in relationships i mean growing up is hard separating from your family and becoming a young adult is hard but like you know it's it's after you launch those birds they do come back and sometimes peck at you and aren't that nice <laughs> They're not that appreciative of all those worms you gave them. Um, They come back and soil that nest a little bit. So I just, I always think it's important for us to be honest and to always have a group of people that we can confide in and be 100% honest, because I'll be the first to admit, I'm not putting something on Facebook that is like devastating, horrible happening to me looking for advice. I am celebrating the wonderful moments in my life because there are so many, and that's what I want to celebrate and advertise, but we all have crummy moments too, right? And that's when it's so important to have those core people in your life that you can talk to and be honest with. How many times have I called you and said, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like I have ruined my children. What do I do? Like somebody always is up while the other's down and and you got to pull each other up. And that is like such a non-eloquent answer, but too many things are running through my head at the same time. It's just, it's hard, but friends make it a little easier.
0: Yeah. So I guess two things, you stay real, you stay real. We all, both of us stay real and we ground each other a whole heck of a lot. A million percent. But It's also important to have a tribe. And I think we talked about that earlier today, actually, because we talk to each other all the time (laughs) and sometimes it's okay not to talk to each other all the time too. Like we've gone years without talking or seeing each other because that's the throes of life. And I think, I think I said something to you the other day like, oh, well, when I was sick all the time and you were like, when were you sick? I don't remember that time that you were sick all the time. And I was like, oh no, that must've been through a stint that we did. not weren't chatting all the time. So, but it's okay because you just pick up at the same place because you have your tribe and different people are in that tribe for different reasons. And I think that's so important that um, one of the best things about our relationship and the relationship I have with lots of other, not lots probably not even a handful is is that they are they they raise you up for your successes like i'm Dang so excited and happy when you get a promotion or when something exciting happens to you or your husband or your children um and you in return are super happy when something exciting happens to me or right. my children or my family and um and i think that's super important that we raise each other up and yes. we show each other that it's okay to celebrate those good times because there's so many hard times. I there mean, there like, are,
1: there are, and there are so many people who don't have the best intentions or who are negative, or they're just like energy drainers. You know, I have always been a people pleaser. And so if somebody wanted to be in my life, I didn't realize that it that was, you know, a privilege to invite someone into your life, they come on in the more the merrier. But I learned and my kids had to learn too through a series of, you know, Weird people in and out of your life, you know, everyone's not for you and everyone's not going to be happy when you do well and everyone isn't adding to your life. Some people take away from your life and sometimes that's hard to see, which is why it's so important to have, you know, one or two people who really know you and can maybe look at it, things from the outside and be like, you know, I don't know that this is a healthy relationship for you. I've been in several of those. You've been in a few of those and we've been through, you know, friendship breakups where we've supported each other, breaking up with, you know, other friends because, you know, as life went on, they just didn't serve the same purpose. Um, And it's hard. I mean, sometimes I think breaking up with a friend is harder than breaking up um, with a boyfriend or your marriage or something, because I've done both.
0: So I have one on top of you. So- <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yes, I do. But it's good because it's so, I mean, the, the
1: relationships that you have, like with your best friend are just so entwined, so important. Um, and I feel like It's still important to let other people in, but it's also important to know when it's okay to be like, "Ah, my friend book's full. (laughs) I use that kiddingly a lot. But like, for example, I went on a girls weekend this weekend with some new friends in my neighborhood. When I moved in, I was the youngest person. My husband and I were with young kids. Everyone else was a little bit older. Well, they've all retired. They've moved out. I'm still here, but all the people that moved into their homes are young with little kids so i'm like the elder in the neighborhood number one that's not fun like just thinking about that like i'm older than everyone but there's this group of women who were gracious enough to invite me and include me on a lot of their outings and what was interesting to me is i think i learned just as much if not more from them than uh they learned from me like when we're sharing things about parenting they have elementary school kids so um, and I always say little kids, little problems, but whatever stage you're in right now, it's the biggest deal in the world, regardless. It is, it is the all, biggest
0: deal. It's and the I biggest think that, deal. I think that the great, a great thing is that you see that you recognize that and that you're open to it, to have different people at different times of your life coming in and out. And that's, right. that's super important to, to know that, um, why don't we share a memory or an instance where our personal relationship helped in our business relationship? Who well,
1: I can say? share a way it didn't help. Okay. And so it, our was, way
0: it didn't help.
1: So our junior year in high school, I believe we were hostesses. At I don't know. Ryan's, our junior year in college. I mean, college. I said high school. I apologize. Um, we were hostesses at the same restaurant. You actually got hired there first. So you thought you were my boss.
0: Remember that? I didn't think I was your boss. No, you didn't. I didn't like you bossing bossing me around. And I
1: didn't like you bossing me around. So the funny thing is because you did it wrong. I you were bossy. That's the problem. (laughs) (laughs) So you can say it's not what you say, it's how you say it. So we are so much alike and so different in so many ways. Like you've never met a confrontation that you have shied away from where I turn red, get hives, all of a sudden I can't talk and I'm like running in the opposite direction. So you have taught me a lot about being assertive. But before I really valued that and realized how important that was for me to have, which it was in my professional career, not maybe so much, you know, in college as a hostess. (laughs) I don't think I appreciate it as much, but I, I will never forget that working that Mother's Day brunch. And I wasn't, I wasn't doing it right. And you were trying to tell me whose turn it was to see whatever happened. We ended up getting in a screaming blowout match in front of about 30 moms waiting to be sat In the middle of the dining table. room. In the middle of the dining room. Because of a I college like- town with all the moms yeah. visiting. All the moms, all the moms of the college kids visiting for Mother's Day at this place, and um, we we did we both get fired on the spot or was it just me? No, we was both, it both got fired on the spot. We both got. There were three hostesses, so we, we were asked to leave. We we ruined that. So that was. Our I first. actually
0: actually I don't think that there were. I think there were only two. It was us, and we got fired. And I think Brian owner, had to do it. And I think the owner, owner ended up doing the hostessing the rest of the day. And got each other fired, so we got each other fired, and
1: that. But it was a valuable lesson, and you know we were both Tauruses, so we're both incredibly loyal, very stubborn, um, but we have. Such different ways of handling things. And it's so funny. I married the male version of you. My husband is exactly like you. He is driven. He, all the things I admire about you, I admire in my husband. And I always joke about that. You and my husband are the two hardest working people I have ever known in my life. I have so much respect for both of you. So it's just interesting how you seek out those characteristics. You have so many of the things that I'm so terrible act that I still, to this day, learn from you. And I think that, you know, it's just, it's, your life can just be so much fuller when you open it up to other people. And, and
0: I think that over those 30 years, I mean, I've definitely learned how to soften the blow of things through you or how I should maybe put things another way when I'm like ch- challenged with a situation. Right. But I think you and I have also had conflict over the 30 plus years that we've known each other. And we've also learned how to handle that conflict together. Like, okay, we're going to have a five minute conversation. You can tell me what you think about this. Yes. And I, yes. you can, and I, and I'll tell you what I think about that. And then we're just going to agree that we're not going to agree on this situation and that there's no, there's no winning. So and no, it's not it's about, about winning or losing it's, and it's, it's not about respect. being right and wrong. Right. It's right. about, and this is so important to in today, in my opinion, it's about having respect for each other's mutual differences yes. and still loving the person for their differences. 100%. And not everyone has to think like you. And I think no. that's what a lot of people, that's what makes our relationship so great is that we can have different views on things. We can have different ideologies we can Absolutely. you know have different ways of handling money or anything but we respect and still respect and understand where the other person's coming from yes. and um sometimes i think that gets missed in today's life well it does cuz especially you know we're
1: we're so divided right now as a country and and i try to tell as many people as i know you know it it's so important to understand where other people are coming from. You don't have to agree with them, but if you understand how they got there and just respect them as human beings, it's how boring would life be if we all agreed on everything. same. It so It'd be so boring. And that's, there's no growth. You're you only grow when you're uncomfortable and when you're being challenged and you only strengthen your ideals when they're kind of challenged but you also have to respect other people's ideals. So, you know, you and I, like you said, we disagree. Let's just throw it out there on politics. But you know what? I have another really good friend who um, I disagree on politics too. And this day and age, you know, you would think that's a deal breaker. We're not even friends anymore. I don't. I don't care because I know who you are. I love who you are. You're an important person in my life. It's just like having family members who believe different things on different issues. You can still be a family. You can still well, love and yeah. respect one another. I've said and that forever.
0: I've said that forever. My family disagreed on politics my entire Thanksgiving table growing up. And it was okay yes. to disagree. It was okay. That's what made it. That's what made it a fun thanksgiving so, and now if you disagree you don't get invited <laughs> so you know and that's just not okay so right, right. Um, but but i think that that takes it to another level of of respecting each other yeah. and you know that we are that our friendship is precious and you know it we're not going to you know and 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 we let things roll off each other's back and And I think that it's great for, and we've said this before, I think it's great for our children to see, you know, that we can have disagreements and we've disagreed on, on a handful of things. Mm -hmm. And so, and we were like, okay, well we disagree, but let me tell you, it doesn't stop me calling you and saying, you know. I'm having this conflict at work and I don't know what to do. Should I do A or B? And you might say, well, I don't agree with either one of those. Did you ever think of this? And I'm like, wow, that was a pretty great idea. Right. Because I think that it takes a lot of, you have to be open to hearing ideas and you have to be open that your idea isn't the right one all the time. Right, right. And, and I think that's super important to understand that that's how you grow. And that's how you learn. Like, even if I'm saying something on the phone, like even Juan might hear me, Juan's your husband, for people that's that don't know. So, and Juan might say, Sue, I think that you should handle it this way. Or Sue, you're going to get in trouble in that situation if you don't handle it that way. And there, nine times out of 10, it's been right. And so um, I think that that's super important, and that's shaped you know the way that I've approached business at times by taking mm-hmm. all the in intake in, and as I said, you know, like it softened me a little bit. I mean, you have the Southern Virginia girl, your mom's Southern as Southern can be, and yes. now we have this northerner, northern from Pennsylvania, and we we smash, you know. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's the way they did that. I like the way they did that. Or, oh, that's the style. You know, and you learn as you grow up what your style is, what what your beliefs are, right? and what your core values are. And that's like super important. And as long as you're staying true to your core values, yes. um, which, you know, we raised our children based on our core values and, you know, we build our businesses based on core values, that's, you know, super important. How do you stay real, Hasty? We like authenticity. We always say we're authentic. Yes. We are.
1: Yes. How do you yes. stay real in today's world? It's too exhausted to be anything but honest. I mean, you can spend your life spinning your wheels just trying to put on airs or pretend things are one way or or not. It's just... I stay real because I just have no ego. I have no reason to have an ego.
0: (laughs) I'm just. I have an ego. (laughs) You have an ego,
1: yes. But I love your ego. Like, I want, I need to be like, you are a lot kinder to yourself than I am to myself, but in different ways. In some ways, you're not kind to yourself. So it's just, it's such a gift to have somebody who you trust who can look at you and understand, you know, offer a different way of thinking or offer a different way of looking at something and you trust it because it's coming from somebody that you love. And I think, um, when you surround yourself with authentic people, there's no other option but to keep it real. Like yeah. what am I going to do? you know, I could have, you know, rented a lovely studio to be in instead of, you know, skulking upstairs to my de- my husband's office where you wouldn't hear my dog bark, um, <laughs> my creepy background, or, you know, put on something great. But who cares? It is what it is. We're all doing the best that we can. And I think the more we share our failures with people, the more beautiful those relationships grow because it just gives you permission to not be perfect. Nobody's perfect. We all mess up. We're all Assholes sometimes we're all, we've all been wronged. We've all wronged other people. And you know what, at the end of the day, I always say this, it doesn't matter what you've, no one will remember what you've said or what you've done, but they'll always remember how you made them feel. Maya Angelo, I tried to live my life by that. I feel it is so, 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 so true, which is, again, I don't, I don't care what your politics are. I love you. I know you as a person. We have the same core values. We express them in different ways through our different ideals. And that is fascinating. That is interesting. That is a lesson that a lot of people could take from, you know, any sets of friends who have different ideology. Like, it's just... I don't know. And I I think uh, the more you surround yourself with like-minded people if authenticity is important to you then you would call me out in a heartbeat if I if I was trying to be something that I wasn't or not being full disclosure or honest, you know, having those people who will say I I think there's more going on or I yeah. think you're kind of skimming the surface here. We need to go a little deeper. And you know, it's it's not easy to have someone like that, but it's so so important to. Or not yes. easy to find somebody. It's easy to have, but it's not easy to find.
0: So, what is your biggest pet peeve? Oh, what's my biggest pet peeve?
1: Oh my, that I hate on the spot. I hate my biggest. I'll tell you pet peeve my biggest peeve pet peeve. questions on this on the spot. You go first. No, my
0: biggest pet peeve it. is people who are fake. And yeah. I just want to be like Jim Carrey and Liar Liar for one day. That's what I yeah. my what well, yeah. that's what I that would be my best day is that mm-hmm. I can just tell everybody ever anything that pops into my head. Yeah, that would yeah. be awesome. It would be so fun. It would, be, would amazing. be amazing. It would oh. actually
1: we would both be killed. That would be a terrible thing for either of us.
0: (laughs) We'd be in danger. We'd be in danger. I have, Um, I mean, I don't, I mean, we were, we were talking about it the other day. Like I don't like when people are fake and I can tell, but I, there's also things, there's so many things I don't like. I don't like when people, you know, cut in, somebody tried to cut in front of me at the grocery line yesterday. And I was like, you're so busy. Like you're so busy. And she said, can I cut in front of you? And I was like, go ahead go ahead. Like, I'm not busy. Of course I'm busy. Like, of course I was, I wasn't busy at the time, but what makes you busier than me in that situation? But go, really? go ahead. Well, so, what makes your time more important than my time? More valuable right? than my time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, mean no. I guess that I, I'd look like I wasn't going anywhere yesterday yeah. when I was at the grocery store, <laughs> which I wasn't. So she was right. Probably. She was right.
1: Your time was not so, important yesterday. You no, know my time was not you're, so you're so lazy. You're so lazy. Yeah. Um, my, I, I would say, I mean, I would agree, agree with you. I hate fake people, but I think what I hate more than fake people, so it's not really a pet peeve, it's just people I don't like, are people who get pleasure out of making someone else feel bad. I I am, oh, I, I just, no, I, I cannot, I don't like being in a situation where you see there's one person struggling and nobody's doing anything to help that person. Right. Um, That's maybe one of my pet peeves like we have always tried to teach our kids um, look out for the lonely people, find the person sitting by themselves. What, you know, find the person who looks miserable at the party and go try to make them, you know, have a good time. Like, yeah. So in, I was
0: sitting by myself and looking miserable at freshman orientation. Thank you very much. You're,
1: you're, very <laughs> welcome. you're very welcome. I was looking for the lonely people. No one sat next to you and you were like the cutest girl in the room. I don't know why they were intimidated. They were intimidated by you. I was not, <laughs> but I just think, I just think it's, it's really, really important to recognize that no one person is better than anybody else. And to act any way other than that, I think is gross. I just think it's gross. That would be a pet peeve of mine. I just think people like that are gross and stupid.
0: So how, how do you say so positive? You're probably one of the most positive people I've ever met in my life. I mean, you struggled with breast cancer. You Mm -hmm. are now in remission. Thank God, like literally prayers. Like how do you, through your entire, through your entire treatment, you're the most positive person I've ever met in my entire life. How do you stay so positive? How do you shine a light on, I mean, you're like just a breath of fresh air all the time. How are you always so positive?
1: Well, I'm not always positive. So So let's keep your prayer 90% of the time with the big things, I think, I don't know. I, I mean, this is so people are going to think I'm a crazy person, but do you remember like back in the early 2000s? I, I wasn't always a positive person growing up. I like to make people laugh and I was very insecure. So I used humor as like a shield for that. So, um, and you know, people thought I was nice because, you know, I was very self deprecating and I still am to a degree, but you know, once I got into learning more about the power of intentions and manifesting things and like visualizing what you want. I'm basically, The Secret, if you remember when that came out, I The Secret I had that on. I, I watched that, and something in that just spoke to me that you, what you give the universe, you get back tenfold. So if I want wonderful things for me, my family, and my friends, then I am going to pour out everything good that I have. I am sharing with everyone I know. And you know what? They share it right back to me. And I am a million times richer for it. So I'm that positive because every time I am positive in a negative situation, I am rewarded tenfold, tenfold, whereas I almost feel selfish, like how much um, positivity I have coming at me in my life. And it's because, you know, I've been vulnerable enough to be honest and I know when to ask for help. And I, I am like one of the luckiest people in the world. And that's how I can be so positive because I have through trial and error found my tribe. I found my tribe of Best best girlfriends, you know I have you and I have my friend Heather, who was my next door neighbor. She's my best childhood friend. You're my best friend that I met as you know as much of an adult as you can be at 18. And you two, I can't live without. You are you know my tripod. With anything happens to you, and so many things have happened to you guys and your families, and it's like they've happened to me. Um,
0: and then, you know, there. that's made us richer because we've all experienced it and it has allowed us to grow. Exactly. Um, and and different about- situations and that we wouldn't have been in and have to think at times on the spot of how we're handling a situation right. because maybe you can't handle it. And in one circumstance and I can't handle it in another circumstance where we've had to you know, be there for each other or be there for each other's children. And, you know, you know, make that phone call when it's not a phone call that a mom can do. Like it it can be a mom's best friend, but it can't be a mom because our children will tell us different things at different times. Yeah, I love that. And I think that that's, you know, a great thing for everybody to understand and share. Like there's different, you know, different times I've had to call and I or I've had to say something like I don't. To my kids, like, I don't know what the answer to that is, but I bet Hasty would know. So why don't you call her? And they're like, "That's a great idea, Mom. I'm going to call her." So,
1: <laughs> and then every time my daughter dates a knucklehead, she brings them over to your house for dinner, so you can knock some sense into her. And I'm like, "Thank you very." And then you call me and say, "She's going through a rebellious <laughs> a rebellious time right now."
0: <laughs> so yes, he won't be there for long. I'm yeah. really going to get rid of him. Don't worry, I chased him <laughs> off. You did a good job chasing that one off, Sue. Thank you. Yeah. I think that it was my, you know, Aunt Sue asking lots of questions. I was putting him through the ringer better me than, than one. So uh, (laughs) out of your house. Exactly. So so here's the thing. We're going to have hasty be a normal guest on grab your keys. So if you have any questions that you would like to ask me or hasty about having a friendship or having a tribe or, going through different heartaches or different positive things or business things, um, all you need to do is put it in the chat or email it to us. And we will be taking questions. We're going to have her on like once every month or two. And um, if you can learn as much from Hasty as I have learned from her experiences or from having her friendship, you will be graced with some good nuggets.
1: Well, that is Um, kind of you to say, and I love how you bring different people on each week. I've learned so much from watching your podcast. You find the most interesting people. Some of them I've known, some of them I haven't. But keep doing the podcast. I love it. I think. Well, thanks for saying that.
0: We, I mean, just so that all the viewers and everybody know, we are booked through December, and we have amazing VIPs in the mortgage industry and not in the mortgage industry that will be on. Um, over the next couple of months, I'm super excited. Um, they they're just they just talk about all different facets of of their life and they have so many keys to success that we will be graced to like understand and know. And I'm super excited. But I was super excited for this one because I think it's really important for everyone to understand that having a friend and having friendship and laughing and loving, okay and you know, crying are all okay in this world that we live in. And right now in the mortgage industry, when we're going through so many different uh, markets and so many different feelings and emotions, we have to remember to, to take time to breathe and that um, this is also a season. And um, this season will pass and we'll be, we'll learn what we're supposed to learn from it, even though we didn't like to learn it and we'll be able to move on and be better for it. So hasty, thank you for your time today, everyone. Grab your keys and I will see you next time on grab your keys. Thanks Sue. Bye-bye.